final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. Listeners, grab your mushrooms, watch out for blue shells, because it's time to race. It's it's racing day today, folks. And You know, uh, what, you know what they say, race on, record on Saturday, sell on Sunday. I'm always, you know, how did you know, how did you know about my new tattoo, Max? I hadn't even sent you a picture <laughs> the, the of it The Canning yet. family motto. Yeah, that's on our family crest. Um, hey. Hey. This is... We're about to talk about the only Mario Kart game that matters anymore. Sorry, folks. Sorry, sorry folks. N- sorry, N64 gamers. This is the good one. This is the there's good Mario Kart game. There's only one other Mario Kart game. I don't know why I said Mario Kart. There's only one other Mario Kart game that, like, I would acknowledge as maybe as good as 8, and that's Double Dash because there's no other game that did what Double Dash did, but 8's the best one. Come on. Oh, come on. Like, come on. Like, like... like uh, the the worst thing about Mario Kart Eight was that it was on the Wii U, and yeah, and then they like wait a minute, and then they we want people to it. we want people to buy this game. Yeah, God, this game it's like the second game I bought for my. Isn't my this Switch. the best selling Switch game? It could be. I I'm not gonna look it up, but let's just say it because you know what we're we're always right. So best selling right. Switch game Mario Kart. Don't add us. Don't correct us. Yes, it's it's Mario Kart by like two million units. But Animal Animal okay Mario Kart Eight has sold twenty nine million units. Animal Crossing is still uh-huh. 26 million units, so I've, I have a feeling Animal Crossing might catch up pretty soon. Maybe. 3 million is a big number. 3 million is a big number. Like, also, Animal Crossing came out, like, half a year ago, and Mario Kart's been that's out for true. It sold. Three, it, so. did, it did kind of sell, like, hotcakes, but that's not... We're not we already did Animal Crossing. Fuck we're that talking game. About, it's, it's dead and buried now. We're talking about the eighth entry in the Mario Kart saga. Wahoo! The, 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 the good one, Mario Kart 8, for the Wii U... But I played it for the Switch, so any 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 non-Switch knowledge will completely escape me. I don't know. There is none. Even I don't know what shipped with the game originally, so I honestly it doesn't matter to me. It, it's like you know they didn't have the DLC in the beginning. Um, the Mercedes cars were a free update. Oh my god, I love that, that. wasn't that I, wasn't I, in launch. There's there's really nothing that can compare to the sight of of waluigi just like behind the wheel of a mercedes like like waluigi driving the real life car mercedes 300 sl you simply love to see it folks they're gonna when they do mario kart 9 they're gonna have all kinds of of sports and luxury cars that waluigi specifically can drive only waluigi gets to drive it yeah no mario kart 9 is gonna have loot boxes and it's all gonna be real cars but you can only paint them purple what if mario kart 9 is like forza horizon so, like, you create your Mario god. brother, and you can, like, unlock, you can make oh, him dab. Oh my god, what if it was, like, an open, okay, no, now an Jordan. An open world, okay, an open world okay, Mario... TM, oh, TM, 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 Jordan. Nintendo, shut the oh! fuck up. <laughs> Nintendo. Stop the podcast, I have to develop Stop. something. I gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta we go. Gotta, we gotta work on our fan game that Nintendo's gonna shut down the They're gonna let us they... do it. No, the, the, Jordan, we're gonna be different because they're gonna say, hey, that's a pretty good idea, actually. You keep on doing that, boys. Max, with our combined zero years of video game <laughs> development experience, I think that we can make this open world video game a pro- polished product that Nintendo's gonna love to cancel. We're gonna rake in that Kickstarter money. <laughs> we're gonna rake in so much money that Nintendo's gonna steal from us. Um, Hey, this game has... Probably one of the best soundtracks of any oh video game God. ever made. I, I I don't like to throw around that praise lightly, but like, come on. So I want you to tell the listeners your sort of like analysis on Nintendo's sort of musical era of the time. Okay, so check this out. So this game came out in 2014 for the Wii U, right? Yes. Um, unfortunately, sad to hear it. Very, sad to very very think. disrespectful. <laughs> The Wii user unfriendly. Um, <laughs> oh, no. after so so like we're talking so like let's let's think about what games came out on the Wii and sort of their musical nature for specifically Nintendo first party games, right? So I'm thinking, you know, Super Mario Brothers Wii, whatever that one's called, right? Super Mario Brothers, yeah. Twilight Twilight Princess. Th- that was half Wii, half GameCube. I'll allow it. Yes. And then we had Galaxy, Galaxy, and Galaxy, Galaxy 2. Two, and then Skyward Sword, 
Mm-hmm. And those are like the big three that I want to point to the beginning of this trend, which was Nintendo moving from MIDI soundtracks to fully orchestrated. I think did Twilight or uh, Skyward Sword had a. Had oh, yeah. No, they made a big deal about yeah. that because that was like yes. Zelda's, I think, 25th anniversary. And it was like that's when you right. bought the game, it shipped the... with a CD that has like the yeah, orchestra playing it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Galaxy, obviously, very famously, uh, it had a full orchestra. It's extremely good. So good. Uh, it's the best part of that game because it's not my favorite Mario game. Sorry, everybody. That's um, fine. But I think that moving into the Wii U era, and, you know, it's really impossible for me to say it because I've never actually played uh, any Wii U games. But from the the gracious Nintendo doling out their Wii U games and putting them on a console that people actually own, you can really tell that from that point forward, so, like, from the Wii U forward... Nintendo was very uh, dedicated to mainly, you know, as much as possible, I think exclusively now, using live live music. They, they make a really big deal about it. Oh, hey, there's Craig. <laughs> Craig! What the fuck? Sorry, folks, we've been having... Craig has been a very disobedient boy today, and he just messaged me to tell me that he's sorry that he can't make the record today, so... Craig arriving eight minutes late to the recording with Starbucks and also not even doing the recording. Yeah, he's sitting out in the he's sitting out in the booth, just kind of, just kind of drinking his 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 latte. Rude. Um. So so I think yeah, this I feel like this game, above all else, to me, really is just kind of Nintendo being like, hey, check this shit out. Hey, check out our live music. You like it? You like it? It was basically it was good. basically like they all the musicians at Nintendo were just like, we have all these ideas for music. We might as well make a Mario Kart game and go along with this. And not, not only that, but but to further cement my theory as fact, um, not only did they create an entire Mario Kart game where all of the music was live recorded with a with a like a big band and a jazz band, um, which by the way, this game is firmly cemented in the the era, the wonderful era where Nintendo was just like we're all about jazz music, it's which jazz baby. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give two thumbs up to, oh, yeah. um, is the fact that not only did they create a Mario Kart game where all the music was like a live orchestra. Um but then they they took all the old levels, like series classic levels and then made arrangements of the Oh, Jesus there's Christ. Craig. Craig Whatever. is here now. He decided to show up. Look what um, the cat dragged in. Yeah. Get out. Get I should kick you out of this recording, Craig. <laughs> Anyways, um they took all the classic Mario stages and then orchestrated those to as if to say like check this we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna give the treatment to all of your favorite levels so that's what my theory is i think that they were made this game yeah i think they made this game around the soundtrack Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it's so good it's also interesting i'm looking at the uh, wikipedia page and it says uh it says it is the best selling wii u game when i think it means to say it's the only selling wii u game it's also I mean, really sad that the uh, best-selling Wii U game shipped 8 million copies and not a single copy more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, I, you, I, I'm a Nintendo boy. I own the Wind Waker HD Special Edition Wii U that has, like, uh-huh. these sort of, like, cool sort of, like, etchings on, on the gamepad. It has, it's like a little Triforce on it. I, I'm a Wii U boy, so some of my favorite games came out on the Wii U. The world has moved on. The world no longer has need for the Wii U. Society has progressed past it. They here's a fun fact. One time uh last last winter, uh-huh. Um I I caught wind of the fact cuz I had been uh you know I'm a big Platinum Games fan and oh, yeah. my white whale of a game was um was Wonderful 101. And last holiday season I caught wind and by caught wind I mean I I just kind of sussed out the fact that my partner was planning on getting me a Wii U like a used one. Oh no. So I could yeah, but but like which which first of all, extremely thoughtful gift idea cuz I had said I'll, I'll like I want to play this one game. It's on the Wii U. I'll never be able to play it. Um there and and so they were going to just get me a Wii U and the copy of that game so I could finally play it. And I was mm-hmm. like I was like I found out or I realized that and I was like that is so nice of you, but also I, I I don't think you should do it because first of all I don't want to own a Wii U and second of all I'm holding out I'm just holding out hope that one day Platinum will put it on the Switch and then like a week later they announced that they were putting it on the Switch and it was like 
Yeah. What, what you didn't thank realize is that your partner actually traveled to Japan, spoke with Hideki Kamiya, and said, "This is thank Jordan's you. birthday." Yeah. This is this is. <laughs> it came out so close to my birthday. You need to understand this. Anyways, that's my that's my story about the time I almost owned a Wii U, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that you dodged that bullet. I'm I'm grateful that 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 we we managed to to figure out a solution to this problem, and now I've played Wonderful One One and it's good. But we're not talking about I don't know why I'm talking about Wonderful One One. Let's talk about Mario Kart Eight soundtrack. Uh, who made who who composed this? Let's see. A lot got, of people did. We got yeah we got Shiho Fuji, Atsuko Asashi, Ryo Nagamatsu, and Yasuaki Iwata. Uh, no one no one like particularly of note. No big mm-hmm. names, but you know what? Hey. These people did a great job. That's the thing. Like, their Wikipedia names don't link to any pages. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what else they've done. But, like, they they really cranked out a whole banger of a soundtrack, oh didn't they? Oh, my God. They did a, such a good they job. They did such a good job with this game. Um, So, hey, I don't hey. remember who goes first. I don't know who goes first this week because last uh, week we had I believe it's I go first because I went, I went third last week. Wait, so, wait, I go wait. first this week. You... Sure, because yeah, on Halloween you started with that Monster Hunter song, and then Argyle started the week after. So I think yeah, actually, then, technically, it's I feel like technically it's my turn to go first because I didn't get to go first on. Well, whatever. Hey, you can go. Yeah, you can go first. It's fine. Yeah, I've decided. I've decided that I'm going first because on it's, the last it's, it's, main it's episode, birthday, everyone. He gets to go first today. It's my birthday. Um, <laughs> in in several months. Uh, That's hey, not real. Hey. hey, Max. Hey, Max. Yeah. yeah. I think we got a winner. <laughs> Oh, yo! You th- you think you think you've got it in one? You think? I think I think I know exactly what our. I, I think ne- going into this episode, I knew exactly what songs we were gonna pick and which one was gonna win. So anyway, uh-huh, let's uh-huh. talk. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's just talk about Mount Wario real quick. Is it, now now Jordan? Is that a racetrack or is that a command? Um, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, is that is that is that a same slap from you? No, because I knew you'd bring it. I didn't need to. Okay, just making sure. All right. We so uh this is the this is uh by the, you know how you said uh like Final Fantasy 15 has like one of your favorite pieces of music ever composed. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one is like in up there in the top of like my favorite song from any game. I don't know if it's my number 1, but it's probably in my top 5. It is um god, this track. Oh, it's genius. This track. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So everyone knows that Mario Kart is a racer. You go around the laps, but they added in this game a new type of track, which there's um, like... Um, actually, actually, Jordan, they added that in Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS. Oh, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> the, the, it's a, it's, instead of a la- laps, it's a, a straight shot from top to bottom. It's a linear track, and then the laps are like different legs of the race, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So the brilliant and amazing and wonderful thing about this track is that as you go down it, they have uh, they have very cleverly engineered the music so that it changes depending on what part oh of the level you're in, God. and it oh, it's so good and it loops. So like no matter how fast or slow you go, it'll always change when you cross the next lap mm. to a more fitting track. And like okay, okay, let's just let's just break this down from part. Yes, to yeah, part, yeah, right? we got we got we got to explain it. The first segment down your trip of Mount Wario is like through these kind of snowy peaks. It plays like the main melody of the song, right? Yep. Um, there's a cool thing I learned this from from uh, from shout out to Eight Bit Music Theory that the way that the Hell song yeah. uh, the song works uh, the first like as you jump out of the helicopter, mm-hmm. it's it's written so that it always plays this big hit as you're in the air amazing it, like you cross the into rise the, and then yes. like as soon as and you hit the ground it's like the sort of main instruments of the song are guitar and violin which i love um, they, they as go you sicko mode in the strings in this whole soundtrack I know. as you enter this second lap it kind of comes into this horn heavy section things are going sort of to the lower register of things and it's awesome and it's as you go through these cool caves and mm-hmm. all over this sort of power plant and it's like, the, yeah, my, it's like a dam um it's really cool i like the sort of the sort of uh baseline that the horns are laying down mm. yeah 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 um, like the dor, dor, dor. Dun, 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 dun. it's really really good um and it really works for the sort of 
I don't know, kind of the, like, more industrial part of the, the race, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the most fitting part of this race is, oh, is so good. Okay, so the third lap of the race is uh, you are descending down a hill with trees in the way, right? And you're kind of yeah. weaving back and forth with the trees. And the way that they have represented this in the music is with a shredding fiddle solo. And it also went down Mount Oreo. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, and you're just kind of like weaving between the trees as the guitar and fiddle are like shredding. <sighs> now I can't think of any of those words anymore. Um, <laughs> and then the last lap, uh, it is like the kind of grand finale. It brings the melody back. plays until you cross the finish line it's just like it's a perfect musical story it tells you you can close your eyes and imagine each part of the track even without playing it because it's just all the music is so reflective of where you are and it works at any speed it's really smart i really like um the the last switch from the tree track to the final like slalom down the when mountain. the minute goes to the moguls yeah yeah yeah, yeah and uh it um it masks the transition because of the fact that when you get to the last lap, it always plays a musical sting, like that mm-hmm. cuts the whole track yeah. off. The da 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 And then it picks up with the last one. So it's like, no, they, don't have to, they don't have to transition it at all because the mm-hmm. game does it for you. It's so good. It's just it's like, so it's just genius. It's so good. Is this, Jordan, is this the best? Now, I, I, I feel like my challenge is going to be differentiating use of track parentheses music with track parentheses racing. Is this the best Mario Kart course in the whole series? It's probably... See, here's the thing is, like, I don't know because it's I, I, the music is makes it so fun mm. that, like, I don't actually know if it's my favorite track to race on. I just know that it's my favorite track to be on because I like the way that it feels with the music. I think certainly, at the very least, it's the by far the best sort of, like, point-to-point course in the whole game. Like, it's the think... best course that doesn't have a loop to it. Yeah, I, that's for sure. That's definitely yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put it in my 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 favorite top spot, but it's definitely in the top three. And it's like if you're playing Mario Kart Eight with your friends and they don't pick Mount Wario, like what's wrong with them? Someone's always got to pick Mount Wario. Yeah, so that's good. Um, big 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 front runner already. Uh, yeah, what do yeah, you oh have yeah. to bring? All right, I what I have to bring. Um, and do we ever talk about the sort of main gimmick of Mario Kart Eight, Jordan? Uh, like the anti-gravity? The anti-gravity. We never really mentioned that before. Um, I guess not. This game does a cool thing with anti-grav where it's like, that's the mechanic. At some point, you'll like cross over this sort of like glowing blue strip on the ground and your wheels will like float up and turn 90 degrees like the DeLorean does in Back to the Future Part 2. And you'll you'll be like floating. And if you bump into stuff, you actually get a boost instead of getting slowed down, which is like the sort of way that they they change that up. Um, I want to talk about Jordan. I want to talk about the very first course in the game that sort of introduces you to this mechanic i'm going to talk Uh to you about mario kart stadium mario kart stadium i'm kind of surprised i didn't I didn't think this one would get picked. It's good. I like, I really, really like, it's like, it's it's simple, right? It's like this yeah. really nice, just orchestral track. You got like, you get a little taste of the electric guitar. You're going to hear a lot throughout the whole whole game. You get you get this nice like trumpet lead going in. You get like, you know, those like orchestral uh, strings stinging in every so often. Like, it, it, it really has all of the sort of jazz instruments you'd expect to hear throughout it. It does a good job of just like, yeah, this is what the game's about. This is this kind of sound we're going for. It's like your sort of appetizer platter before you get into the meat of the game, right? Yeah. And uh, can we can we talk about the the unsung hero of Mario Kart 8, who, which is whoever's playing the bass? Because oh my god, I don't know who you are, but I I want to we uh, I want you. to I want to give you I just want to give you just just a lot of money. <laughs> I want to give you all the money that I don't have for laying down the tastiest. Baselines. I want to give you a real Mario Kart. Yeah, 
Oh my god. Yeah, this is a this is a good one. I'm listening to it right now. I, I get why you picked it. It's 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 quite a catchy. Bop. It's just like, it's it's really catchy. I like and and this is like the most simple anti grab. All it is is like a section of the track is raised up 45 degrees. So you race up a steep hill and you race down a steep hill in anti grab. And you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. It introduces you how to race an anti grab. And before you know, you race like 90 degrees sideways on a hydroelectric dam in Warriors Mountain. Like mm -hmm. it's it's yes. just like. I, I don't usually care much for, like, the first track in Mario Kart games, but this one, I think, is one of my favorites because it just is like, yeah, it shows you a little bit of everything. It's just, it's a fun track. It's, just it's like a little really, sampler. It's a little sampler, you know? It's, like, not my favorite, but it's necessary to sort of get you into the experience. I agree. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's a good it's pick. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. It feels like, and it feels musically like a sampler of, of sort of what the game has to offer musically. Yeah, yeah. It's got the, or it, there's even a part where it kind of just pulls back and becomes a little just the piano takes the you, lead you, you get a piano you get like a little bit of flute too going in the yeah. background if you listen that kind of feels game. that kind of feels very like super mario galaxy ish yeah. to me which is not the only i mean there's a song in this that literally well i don't well, know maybe we'll talk about it yeah maybe who knows um who knows uh that's, that's all well, i mean i don't yeah i don't have a lot to say on this it's just like yeah it's good i feel like it's worth mentioning because it's just such a good like you know your first taste yes i i like that a lot um, I'm going to bring something a little different while we're okay. talking about a piece of music that I think is kind of similar, but also, boy, and it's also a new, I'm breaking new ground for slappers only. Are you ready? I want to talk ready. about the theme that's not even in a level. I'm going to talk about the start menu theme of this oh. video game. Da, 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 da. That oh. nasty bass breakdown in the very beginning. Yes. Oh. Who are you? Who is playing Who the bass? You? I need to know. I need to. I need to just. I need to thank you. Um. Here's okay. Here's the things I like about this. First of all, I love the bass breakdown at the beginning. Yes. So good. This song so good. literally slaps. Um, <laughs> it's got the. Uh, it's got the funky rhythm guitar, which is always fun. Uh, do you notice that it's got the sort of quarter note orchestral stings that I feel like you hear in disco music a lot? Yes, yes, I really, cool. I, that, that, I feel like it would sound so much worse if it didn't have that. Mm-hmm, it really provides this, this good energy to the song. There's the little synth section, the drums are going, are going crazy, there's some cool ride patterns that I really like. Um, and then the, uh, really good part that I, I think is delightful is the part about a minute in when the song just sort of surprise turns into the, the Super Nintendo Mario Kart theme. Which yeah. is adorable. Oh, God. Um, oh, I, just like the, the saxophone solo near the end. God, what a, what a good track. It, it, and, and again, the, the, not only the bassist, just everyone playing like a sort of solo instrument in this orchestra is going crazy because you get a guitar solo, you get a saxophone solo, you get so oh. much. Oh my god, you get so much to. Uh, there's also I recommend listening to the song with your headphones on because there's a part where yes. um, where the the sax uh, section is coming in the left or the right ear and the horns are coming in the the uh, left and that's a really mm -hmm. nice part to listen to with headphones on. It's just yeah. oh this game just you, uh, this is one of the only games that like. The start menu is so like it gets you so amped up that mm -hmm. like but also I don't want I don't want to play because I just want to listen to this song and just let it let it sit for a second just like through one loop of it. It's just oh, it's so good. God, you talking about the start menu music has me thinking of the greatest start menu music of all time for a game that we have yet to cover. Which game? You know what it is, Jordan. It's Super Mario. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, no, I I agree. Like it is, it, this is burned into my head because, like you know, in college, my friends and I would play this like every single weekend. Just like that, uh, yeah, like, like first, I I always hear the sort of like you you don't get this in the Switch version actually. In the Wii U version, it would play a sort of like musical sting as you open up a game sort of like mm -hmm. how when you go oh on like the how wii, the wii the wii used to do that too yeah exactly and and for mario kart it played just all you would really hear is like some faint cheers in the distance and like engines revving that's amazing so it would that. be that build up and then you hear like that da, 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 like, yes yeah. let's go baby oh it's so good what a, what a good way to get you in that's it. a really that's a really strong that's a really strong motif that 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 that, 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 that. and i feel like mm -hmm. it really has this sort of sort of like it feels like a 
very competitive. Like it feels like a race. Like if it, it feels it, like it, a, makes, it, it does. It it feels like the sort of like not athletic, but like you know sportsman kind of. It, it makes you it. feel like you're in like a, a sort of like docudrama from like seventies yeah. racing in Europe or something. That sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, it's good. It's a really really good really strong start theme. Uh, what do you, what do you got? All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm going to pick you a track that's so new, it wasn't even in the base game. Yes. We're going to go we're going to go to the DLC, the second DLC yes. of this game. Yes. We're going to talk yes. about Super Bell Subway. Same slap. Same slap, baby. Yeah. This, oh, this is a, mm, This one delicious. is so good. I, uh, <laughs> it makes me, it makes me, it, this is so disco. Right this is, okay. For, first of all, I just want to tell everybody that like the, the one, the one criticism I have about this game's soundtrack is not about the soundtrack. It's about playing the game and you hear all the sound effects and voice lines and engines and items. So it gets lost. But it gets lost among it. So, like, I really, above all else, recommend going to this game specifically and just listening to the soundtrack because yeah. I never noticed the, the the thing that happens in the song that makes it so cool. Like, I just I, never heard it because I was too busy paying attention to the game. Yeah. So, so to preface, this track, Super Bell Subway, it's, it's a new DLC track that was made, like, post-launch for this game. It mm. is a subway where the first... The track's in two parts. The first part, you're in the sort of, like, station... Like, you're in the yeah. people are walking around, you're in the, the terminal, I guess you'd call it. And then you drive through the sort of bollards, like the turnstiles, and then you're on the actual tracks of the subway, and then the music plays a second part, where it's like, all of a sudden, oh, the bass is playing the underground theme from the oh, first Mario okay, game. Okay, 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 So, like, like... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, so, like, the, the above-ground part is really cool. It reminds me of, I don't know if you've ever listened to, um, like... My dad, uh, when I was very young, got me into a artist named uh, Maynard Ferguson, uh-huh. uh, who is just a band leader from some time in the nebulous past. Sure. Um, and this kind of reminds me of that in terms of like, it's got the super funky syncopated rhythms. It's got this really strong horn melody. Um, but I really like the instrumentation they put on top of it. Like it's got the, it's got a uh, vibraphone and a glockenspiel to kind of yes, sell the so bell, the bell of the super bell subway. It makes you think you that you're in a mall in the sixties. Yeah, it is. It really is kind of like, kind of like high energy elevator music or something. I literally uh, wrote, this is elevator music, but good. It, it is. I think we've had a, a, other songs on this podcast that we've described. Probably. That as, but probably. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. The underground. Oh, it's so good. It's, 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 it slaps once again, literally. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, bass is going absolutely apeshit in this part too, and the drums too. The, the, the drums, drums they pick it up, so you're getting a lot more like Tom heavy beats to to really sell the bassiness of it. But also the the melody carries over the top. Um, oh, it's it's so good, and the transition is really subtle because I think they're just cranking up the second track and cranking down the first one. Yeah, yeah, yo, no, it's to the point where the first time I actually like sought out the soundtrack to listen to it, I was like, wait a minute. Why can't I hear the underground bass notes in this? Because I was listening to like the uh, above ground version of it. It was like that subtle. I didn't realize it was two separate tracks. Yes, it's it's so good. It's just, and like the the thing is is that they they turned the underground theme into a bass line so well. So like it, well. It doesn't, it's it's not subtle, but like it's not obvious that it's playing mm-hmm. it, and it, it keeps up this really good melody. I just love it. It's brilliant. It's I, I it's love so clever. Sort of near the end of the loop, like so the whole time you're hearing the, the you know you're hearing the da 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 on the bass, but near the end of the loop you get like this really quick bass breakdown, and it goes like the it's so good. It it does a, such a good job of like capturing that sort of franticness of like oh I'm driving against traffic on a train track I'm getting hit by a train like it's also just a really good course too I love Super Bowl Subway one of my favorites of the game it's also I feel like it's really impressive that they they stuck that in there because um, the the notes that the the end of the underground theme play are not in any way like in the key 
that it's no, in. No, no, they it doesn't really work it. melodically, but they break. It's a breakdown, right? So it exactly. pulls the rest of the the music back. So it's just kind of a cool bass solo, and then it goes right back into the loop. It's just very. It's very well incorporated, and it sounds just. It doesn't sound like they're they're doing it just to do it. It sounds like it's a, a very fitting part of the song, which I really yeah. appreciate. Uh, one other thing I love about the above ground section, the accordion is so good in it. Oh, it's got a great accordion. I it's love got it. Such uh, a good accordion. The song is delightful. It's it's so it's good. So it's so fun. I, it, it's like I just love that you hear different instruments that you haven't really heard much from the other parts of the game. Yeah, like they get a little more funky with it, which I really there's like. There's a good. There's a lot of variety in the in the instruments that they choose for the song. Actually, or for this. Uh, like, like I feel actually. like more than usual, we're like asking our listeners, please listen to the soundtrack. It please, is oh delightful. my god, like like you just get. Oh, it's so good. It, it puts you in such so a good much, mood all the time. There's so much. And listen to it with headphones because it, it'll really, it'll the, the, really... Yeah, they, they do really good stereo audio work on this. It, it's amazing. Um, are you ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. What's your final slap, Jordan? This is hard because I, I know. Have, I'm going to... I'm Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going hmm. to put a... I, there's a song that I think I like more. Uh-huh. But I'm going to put it in an honorable mention for a very specific reason. So that's fine. I'm going to talk about the most unique genre fusion I think I've heard in a while. That I, once again, was a song I completely forgot about. Max, Hmm. what if you mixed heavy metal with big band jazz? (laughs) Because that's what Bowser's Castle is. on my list okay so the best thing the best thing about bowser's castle is that it it tricks you because the beginning of the song sounds like you're playing doom like, i know like, right it, and, and, wailing like it's got this this yeah wailing it's super distorted guitar and it's got the uh the just kind of very heavy straightforward drum beat where the, where the guitar playing the melody and then the horns come in like it tricks you like haha you thought this was gonna be like just a heavy metal song well listen to this um, the main sort of guitar riff that they play kind of sounds like Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil. I don't know if you it, noticed that. It does. It does. Yeah, that's amazing. But the thing I really enjoy about the, the few, it's not just like big band instruments playing heavy metal music. It's like they trade back and forth. So there's parts yeah, yeah. where the horns will take over the melody and it'll get really syncopated and jazzy and the guitar will play along. And then there's parts where, like, the horns will be taking the melody and the guitar is just going nuts and, like, just playing these crazy solos. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's so, it's amazing. It, like, makes me want to listen to more music that sounds like this, which I don't know if there's Yeah, it's a like, lot so, on the someone please tell us, please tell us where to find heavy metal big band music. Yeah, I want to know. It's incredible. And obviously, like, it works, it's, it's, it works really well because Bowser always has kind of heavy metal mm-hmm. songs associated with him. But then it's still a Mario Kart game made in 2014, not by Nintendo. So they had to put the jazz in there somewhere. And I also, I really love the part where it kind of breaks it down. Oh, yes. what a good song. What a really good song. It, it's and, such... Uh, Bowser's it's Castle's just, good. I always love racing at Bowser's Castle. It's no a good, it's a good map. It's... It's just it's just a really clever piece of music, and it, I I just really like the way that they take they take parts of heavy metal and put it into big band, and they take parts of big band and put it into heavy metal. The the instruments that I don't think should sound good together, like a really distorted guitar <laughs> and a horn section, <laughs> yeah. are it's it's good. I would say it's I would say it's an innovative piece of music. It, it, it's something Nintendo... you don't hear very often. Yeah, no, if Nintendo for all its faults is a horrible company. I hate it. Every day I get reminded of how bad Nintendo is. But, like, they're good at finding things that shouldn't work together and making them work together, I'll say. Yeah. It's it's good. And uh, it's it's just... Uh, it's It works so well for Bowser. I hope that if they ever make another Mario game, they try something like this for, for Bowser as a as a musical idea again. Because it just, it just works really well for the sort of, you know, heavy metal edge that Bowser mm-hmm. has. The, the sort of rock star persona that he gets in some of the games, uh, especially the the Mario RPGs that they made. Uh, oh, yeah, no, God, there was like a, 
the final boss of the very first Mario RPG, the, or well, the Mario and Luigi game, the mm. Game Boy Advance one, yeah, 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 the the second one, I guess. Um, it was literally just a symphonic metal. Was the final boss music? It was insane. You hear an organ, you hear love... electric guitar, and that's it. I love the games where they let you play as Bowser because of the way oh that my he, God, I know. he acts and interacts with his uh, <laughs> with his with his lackeys because he he is just uh, like a like a really shitty rock star he is, is. kind of how they always portray him so it's yeah good. this the song just works really well for bowser and his castle mm-hmm. all right Love show me it. tell me your final slap all right jordan <sighs> god i have a lot like it's again really fucking hard to pick right now it's a real buffet of a game um we've we've covered a good amount of bases i think mm-hmm. we, i think so gotten... jordan do you want to go ape shit i want to go ape shit so bad would you like to race vertically 90 degrees downward and then vertically 90 degrees upward? I'm always... That's my other tattoo. It says I want to race vertically 90 degrees upward and then vertically 90 degrees downward. Hey, Jordan. Yo. Let's go to Big Blue. Can we do this? <laughs> I'm gonna count it. You're objectively correct. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I'm gonna count it because the entire song is like a dueling guitar saxophone solo, and I can't not talk about it. Yeah, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto has said that they will never make another F-Zero game, but they did it on accident, I They guess. did it on accident, and they accidentally made a better music than they ever could for actual F-Zero. <laughs> it's it's uh, just... <laughs> is this song, is this song, this song is from an F-Zero game, right? This song is from, it is from Super NES F-Zero, the very first one, Big Blue. Was like, yeah. It would play, you know, an albeit 16-bit audio version of this, but like, this is them going, hey, what if let's, we just like went sicko mode on this one? Oh, it's really good. It's got a really cool... It's, yeah, I just, I love the way that the guitar and sax go back and forth. They trade... The, the, like whole, the whole thing is a solo. The whole time you have this really nice, like, um, symphonic, like, organ in the background playing, like, harmonizing with with the audio. Um, another one that you really need to do headphones with, because like most of the time the guitar's coming in one ear, the sax is coming in the other. I love that. I love when they do that. We do, and and, and even Jordan, there's a, even a bass solo at the very end, at like the final section, because this is one of those point to point races again. Um, yeah, and the final section has its own part that you don't always hear in the main version. It, if you like search up the audio of it, you have to find like a complete version or like one that includes the third lap. But the third lap does have like this nasty bass solo at the very end of it. Oh, it's so good! It's it's really really really. I also like the breakdown that it that that the song has. You have to be a lot like... more specific because the whole song's a breakdown. <laughs> I'm trying to scroll through the song to find out what to remember what I was talking about, but <laughs> I can't find it. Oh no! <laughs> you lost in the sauce. Um, I really am lost in the sauce here. Yeah. See, see, the the rule we sort of st- spoke about beforehand is that we're not going to talk about songs from earlier Mario Kart games. But Jordan, you never said I couldn't talk about an F Zero game. Oh, so you I've, fucking loopholed me, Max. I tricked you. You really coaxed Max me to snap you. That's um. Well, you know, I don't really have much to say about. about yeah, no, I just, I just, I just wanted to talk about it. It's like this is in my running playlist when I'm working out. It makes me run oh, very fast. That's a good choice. This I feel like this game has a lot of good workout music. Actually. I mean, it's racing music, right? It's all it's literally designed to help you go. There's faster. a couple. There's a couple songs on this that I've actually listened to when I used to work at my my uh, my food job when I was doing the dishes because it was just like a so high energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them we we did talk about, and I'll explain why because I'm sure there's some people who are like screaming at us right now because we didn't put a certain song in our top six. Well, we got um, but it'll be I'll, 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 exp- I'll explain why later because I think everyone knows what which song we omitted. Um, I thought Max was going to pick it for number six, but I'm surprised. Anyways, um, who could say? Let's uh, let's let's talk about honorable mentions because I want to talk about let's I want to talk about some of the other ones. Um, first of all, let me talk about why I didn't put Dolphin Shoals on my. Uh, oh my god, three. yeah, just delightful track. Okay, Dolphin Shoals is not the best song in uh, Mario. 
But it no. is the best saxophone solo fucking of all time. Oh my gosh. It's the, my, the reason that I didn't put it on my list is that the song is entire... I mean, there's a couple other versions, depending on the, like, water level, I think. There's, there's like, a shallow version and a deep version of the yeah. track. So there's, there's yeah. three audio tracks on this one. Yeah. Um, the normal, like, standard track is just... The whole thing is a saxophone solo. And everything else is just kind of setting the stage for the saxophone player to go fucking wild. That's one I thought you said go apeshit. I thought you were talking about the sax. Mm. Um, but the thing is that it's like, yes, Dolphin Shoals is an incredible piece of music, but it's it's only incredible because it's just a really good saxophone solo. It and, is, and, and that's why I didn't put it on my, my top is because I think that it it does it it is uh, does a disservice to all the other songs on this this where the other musicians are are going apeshit. Um, but I give a special a special salute to Dolphin Shoals, even though I'm not gonna put it on my my top three, just because holy shit, what 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 is even happening here? I the reason I didn't put it on wasn't necessarily because of the music. It was because I just like have a special piece of hatred in my heart towards that actual like race course, because for whatever reason. The, on like higher difficulty levels, the 150cc of the, I think it was Star Cup in Mario Kart 8, is just like so blisteringly hard. Because it's it's the airport, it's Dolphin Shoals, it's the Electrodrome, and then it's Mount Wario. And like, mm-hmm. I, I can do airport and I can do um, Mount Wario just fine, but like the middle two, Electrodrome and Dolphin Shoals, are like, just for They're whatever really reason, hard. the AI becomes just Michael Schumacher, becomes the Lewis part- Hamilton every single time. The part uh, in Dolphin Shoals, the last little bit before the end, where it's the oh, rocky... Oh, God, with the little curve. Oh, that's so hard. Disgusting. It, Heinous. God, it's, it's, evil. it is really hateful. But, hey, at least you get to hear a cool saxophone solo while you... While yeah, you yeah, yeah, it's where yeah. I mean, it helps, And also, it helps the, until the, you. the saxophone player plays this insanely high blue note at the end that I love yes. to listen to with my ears. And, Again, uh, Apic Music Theory has a really good analysis of this track, too. Yes, that he does a whole breakdown for the solo. It's really good. I don't understand a word of it because I don't know anything about music theory. But I, I hey, smile and nod. He just, he just, he just. The saxophone player is just having a really good time, and having, I think that he it. captures the energy that he is bringing. It immortalizes it in a video game on a level that I don't particularly mm-hmm, enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the thing. That my, my thing about Dolphin Shoals is like, what an amazing saxophone solo, and then it just loops back to the beginning, and it's. You know, I think I think to to really quantify why it's not on my list, it's just because I want more. I want maybe even mm-hmm. a different instrument to solo alongside. But but you know what? It's an amazing solo, an amazing song. It's just it's just being held back by the fact that it's just the solo. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. You got any more what, what, mentions? Uh oh. Uh, let's see. I got uh, Toad Harbor, which uh, Toad is good. in the nicest um, possible way. It sounds like the first level of a really good Sonic game that will never be made. <laughs> yeah, no, I can, I can, I can it, see it. It sounds like it sounds like you know how every Sonic game had the first level, every three D Sonic game, the first level is like a beach level. It's like a beach level um, or like a town on a beach level. Yeah, or like something. a town on the beach. It's like something kind of kind of beachy. This one has like all of the. It sounds exactly like something that would be in the first level of a of a, of a good Sonic game. Hello, Dan, if you're listening. Uh, sorry, They're, none of them it, none of them are good. I'm sorry. Course itself is also on San Francisco for whatever reason. Oh yeah, man, we, we gotta we gotta do a so- we gotta do a Sonic episode one day. That's the thing. Though, the games might be just poop from a butt. The audio in every Sonic game is always really damn good, though. They're, they're, they've, it's, it's got some fun music. Um, June Senoue, pretty good musician, from what I can tell. Uh, what about Twisted Mansion? Because Twisted you Mansion, know I love good. That, you know I love that scary. spooky ghost music. Uh, it's it's got all of the it's got all of the culprits. It's got all of the the greatest hits of of all the spooky ghost music that you love to hear. Um, also, it's a really fun stage. I like the set pieces in it. I like the twisty, really good, instru- really good demonstration of the gravity. Yes, um, the the big hammers are really fun too. That smash you, good mm. stuff. Um, and then my last one is Wild Woods. Oh, because, that one's really fun. Um, fun fact: if you are a human being who has ever played the drums, uh, there's something. I think it might be genetic, actually. Yeah. There's something genetically that predisposes <laughs> you to uh, if a song is written in five four time, it automatically just makes you like. It just makes you not like it activates your music node in your brain. Yeah, it activates the drummer node in my brain because 
because every song that's in 5-4 just reminds me of like Take 5 by Dave Brubeck <laughs> and just because it's in the same time I don't know like like someone needs to do some research on this like test some drummers scan their brains uh, keep them locked up forever don't let them ever leave yeah uh, yeah, yeah they can't be allowed back in society just per, just like just like let's all just let's just get all of the drummers in the world in one building and just just keep them in there uh, and never let them go but yeah I just I don't know something about 5-4 music it's just it just makes my brain it releases the dopamine for it's me. pleasing it's very pleasing because you don't hear it otherwise you know you rarely hear 5-4 music and also, the Wild Woods is really good because it's a. Sometimes people write songs in five four or like in an odd time signature that you can kind of tell that they're just doing it to be like pretentious nerds about it and be like, yeah. "Hey, look at this! This one's in." Doesn't this, this sound one's strange? In seven eight time. Uh, I think I think Wild Woods is very natural sounding yes. in five. It just sounds correct. It's good. It's a really good five four track. Really good track itself too. I love both Wild Woods and Shy Guy Falls. I cannot yes! do. I was going to say, yeah, so Shy, Shy Guy Falls is another really good one just because it has the um, the Shy Guys on the I know. on the on let's say on the drums. <laughs> Pretty much. The music. Yeah, it's like very, it's very like very Wild funny. Woods featuring the Shy Guy Orchestra or whatever. Yeah, that, that's that's those are my honorable mentions for the most well, part. For, for, for me, I'll, I'll, I'll lead with the main honor mention where I zagged on you. It's got to be Cloudtop Cruise. Oh, God, Cloudtop Cruise. I ne- this was another one that I never noticed what happens in that what, song. What they do, because Mario Kart 8 musician's trick. They trick you, and then you're playing the level, and then it just turns into Gusty Gardens. It turns into Gusty Garden Galaxy. It's just like when it, which, when it, which, the first time, that blew my brain out. And also, ah. when there's the part where you go into the thundercloud, and, and then it's all electric track. guitar. <sighs> that I just love. I love adaptive soundtracks where they just kind of have a second version of the song that's playing yeah. at all times, and then they just change the mixing so you can actually hear it. And it's just I know. that's just it's such a it's such a clever trick. It's just so simple, but it, it's such a good effect because it makes the music feel so responsive to mm-hmm. what you're doing. So and something... uh, yeah, it does secretly turn into Gusty Gardens. Um, you love to hear it. Wonderful music. Which, which, once again, I am uh, Mario Galaxy is far from my favorite Mario game, but Gusty Garden Galaxy is like probably everyone's darling song that everyone loves, and it's yeah, just yeah. a delightful melody that um, I think they they did a lot of uh, they did a lot with it, especially because they made it also play on the electric guitar, which is yeah <laughs> kind of cool. Something I like about this track a lot that's not even in Mario Kart, I'm talking about it now just because it's honorable mentions, in Smash Bros this track is like one of the ones that they put in Smash 4 for the Mario Kart mm-hmm. stage, and it does the, it, and the first loop it plays the orchestral version, the second loop it plays the guitar version, but for whatever reason, they didn't change the track itself, they just added this really sick like drum and bass style breakbeat to the back of it. So when it does the electric guitar, you're like this it's just like really, really sick. It like amps me up every time I hear it. What else you got? Well, um, I got here. that. Um, I the Rainbow Road in this game, the Rainbow oh Road. Oh my they god, made Rainbow Road! It is it's so good. It's like so synthy. You got this like really cool like like in the background the whole time. It's interesting that all the Rainbow Road songs are are distinct, but they all also are very, very like like kind of spiritually similar. Like they are, yeah. I don't know what is kind of connecting the, the, the like connective tissue of Rainbow Road musically, because as we've said many times, we don't know anything about like music theory. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be something that's like making these songs, like Rainbow Road '64 and Rainbow Road Mario Kart 8 are different songs. But but if you played this to me with my with no knowledge of the game and said what track does this play on i'd say this is the rainbow road track you can always it just tell. sound always it sounds tell. like a rainbow road track it's just something it, it, about it's it. not quantifiable to us in our normie brains but like you can everyone can tell it's like a there's a there's a the dna game. to the song there really is just, yeah it's really good and it's a i i love rainbow road in mario kart 8 it's a it's oh a yeah really fun one um probably one of my favorite tracks yeah. i think it, it, i it's certain it might be my favorite Rainbow Road of all the games because it's a Rainbow Road that doesn't like make me mad to play on. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a fun one. It's not hard. Like it's it's it's, it's not boring like 64, and it's not hard like Wii. And it's very good to look at. It's, it's very so pretty. it's like a space station sort of theme. It's not just like road in the sky. They actually like did something with the theme of it, which I really like. What what else? you got any others? 
I got a couple. I just want to shout out some of the remake music. Ooh, um, ooh can I can I shout one out because I forgot? Yes, please, Jordan. I want to talk about I want to talk about the time gods at the TikTok clock. TikTok clock. Oh, it's seven bong, mate. <laughs> time teleport. Hey, this song is uh, Paper Mario music to me. It's yep. uh, it it has all of the quirky trappings of a Paper Mario song. It's got the weird like the weird chromatic melodies and mm-hmm. the sort of super quirky synth choices. It is uh, it. This could have just been taken out of a Paper Mario game and you wouldn't know it. Like, it, yep. it sounds exactly like all of the best parts of Paper Mario. It, it, it sounds like if you close your eyes, you can close your eyes and imagine this being, like, the first, like, mini-boss tutorial battle of a Paper Mario game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Like, this is the this is a character teaching you how to play the game. Exactly. This is like, like a professor. The vibes professor are immaculate. Who, professor Frankly. Yeah. yeah, Professor Frankly or something. Oh, God, uh, what what else? So good. Um, I got... I love Moomoo Meadows. Oh, that one's so good. It's, I, it's... I almost had that on my actual list before I realized that it's, it was not an original mm-hmm. piece. I, I felt I felt like I should just, you know, we should do it as an honorable mention. Yeah, it, it, it's my girlfriend's favorite track, but also, like, it is just, like, the fiddles, the bongos, the flutes, like, this acoustic guitar strumming. It is so nice and relaxing. It's a really, really oh. delightful piece. It's like the first track of the retro courses, so it's like, you know, the very first one, like, it's not hard, all you see it, there's like cows, or I guess they're called moomoos, that go onto the track, and it's like a, a farm on morning where you see like the mist rising from the ground, it's beautiful, it's such a nice time, it makes me want to go it has this, like, or something. It has this very like Celtic, folksy It does, it, it makes it. me feel like I'm in Ireland. Yeah, that's that's what it feels like to me, I love I love that kind of music too, it's, it's just so nice on the ears. Yeah. Uh, um, my else? other my other retro song I wanted to shout out is uh, Sherbet Land from Double Dash. Uh, yeah? Oh yeah. I there's something what I love about Double Dash is how much it featured whistling of all things. Yeah. And in Sherbet Land they kept that in where it goes <laughs> like well, I'm not gonna whistle on air because it's not gonna sound good because my it's mouth is dry because I haven't had enough water. But like it's like this It's really good. The course itself is great. I love all the double dash courses, and I love that they like took that and expanded it where you can swim underwater and the ice lake part of it. Oh, just, oh it, yeah. It, you know, I'm just remembering the the the. Was the double dash the one that was like da 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 da? Yep, that was double dash. That has the whistling in it too. Yeah. Yes. That is interesting that it has that as like. I know it, it worked really well, but it was like yeah, this is the one that we whistle a lot. I mean, it, it kind of. I feel like it. It makes it really playful sounding. Like it does, which yeah. which is very much Nintendo's thing. Uh, a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Now now what I hear like whistling, I just think of like the horrible like corporate music oh that, yeah yeah like, when you're getting like you're getting ukulele an for, and like, whistling at hand claps like, and i just like a I'm security like, startup or something oh, awful please, heinous no. disgusting whistling used, whistling used to be good and now it's not <sighs> used whistling to mean is canceled jordan i think i think i've got i think i've exhausted mine down i don't think i have anything left I think we said enough in the honorable mentions that we don't really need to. I don't. I don't know if you need to I think type I, in I think audio I've, for all of them. I think I'm going it. to just because I like it. But okay, it yeah, is going sure. to. It is gonna. It is gonna fill up my uh, hard drive with Mario Kart music for the rest of my life. So that's. I mean, good. who who could complain? That's that's a positive. All right. Um, are well, we gonna Jordan? pick a? Are we gonna pick a number one? I think we're gonna pick a number one. Um, look, here's the thing, Jordan. I think we're gonna pick a number one. Jordan, we don't need to go over all the tracks we said, right? We don't need to. I, mean, I don't think. Let's. I mean, let's just let's just agree, like without even having to to. We we agree that it's Mount Wario. It's right? it's Jordan. Like, it's Mount Wario. Come on. Come like on. we knew. Like I it's, knew when we picked Mario Kart Eight that Mar- Mount Wario was going to win. But let's yeah. just, let's just review. Let's see. We did, we did Mount Wario, which is the winner, obviously. Yes. 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 Um. Start theme. We did. Um. You did. What What Mar- did you pick? Mar- Mar- I did Mario Kart Stadium. I did Super Bell Subway. Super Bell Subway. And then I did Mar- uh, Mount Wario start theme and Bowser's Cat. Yeah. Oh. Yum yum Mwah. yum! Yes, delicious. We're so it, it, we're so we gotta, we're so good at picking like a perfect Mario. vertical slice of the of the game. And it's vertical because you're going down the mountain the whole time. Yeah, that's like my tattoo says. I love to go ninety <laughs> degrees vertical up and ninety degrees vertical down. <laughs> that quote attributed to Wario. Let me. Uh, hey, 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 let's just count. Let's count to three and pick our winner from for this list. Let's Ready? Pick one, winner. Two, one, two, three. Mount, Mount Wario. Wario. Can I say my my biggest criticism of the stage Mount Wario is just that it is has basically nothing to do with Wario. It's just a ski like a ski slope. And no, Wario probably like just bought the property because he thought it was gold in it or something. He he he, Kishibe Rohan style just bought an entire mountain. He Um, can do it. It's fine. He made so much money 
in Wario Land. In, yeah, oh, he, yeah. That he bought his own ski slope. I mean, it, I, as much as I love the flavor of all of his other courses where he just bought, like, this cool, like, sick dirt bike arena. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that he's like, I'm also going to buy a mountain. Wahoo. Yeah, he's just the, he's really just gobbling up property, isn't he? Wario I feel like Wario, Wario is one of the Wario is one of the villains that you fight in like a Yakuza side story. A sub story, where like, yes. Where where you like have to? It's like the business ones where Wario is just like the one who is the leader. He's bought the most property. He's probably going to be in Yakuza Seven. I haven't gotten to him yet. He's um, anyway. Congra- congratulations, yeah. Mount Wario. We all knew it was. We we, be we, we knew it in our hearts like three weeks ago that it would be this. Oh my god. Okay. Shall we? Uh, how, shall we head to our Twitter? Let's go to Twitter, Jordan. We've got, we've got a Twitter. It's uh, at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter, and we make a post where you can share your takes and be objectively correct, just like we are. Um, interesting that no one else in our tweets uh, said that that uh, Wario Mount Wario is the best it's one. Well, it's because they knew they didn't want to sort of give us redundant they, tweets. Yeah. They didn't want to, you know, eat up valuable airtime. We've got two tweets. At us. One is from uh, 1312 at Girl Dick Energy on Twitter that says, I'm here to cape for Rainbow Road 64. You spend all this time grinding to unlock the track, uh, unless you played on, on Deluxe like I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get there, and the music is so dreamy and euphoric and triumphant, like, you made it, kid. Have fun on the track of your dreams. And then you just go. I cry, ever Tim. Hell yeah. Ever Tim. I love, and, uh, what, I, mm-hmm. what I love about 64 Rainbow Road is that they fixed it. It's just one lap. Instead of yeah. three agonizing, like, six-minute-long crucible, it's just oh one you to do it. it yeah. And it, it looked beautiful, too, by the way. It's they so good. really, really they did uh, a good job. pretty it up. Here's one from friend of the show, Mike <laughs> Dawson on Twitter, that <laughs> says, kick. and I've been waiting for this one all week. Oh, yeah. It says, it's called The Road, it's called The Rainbow Road, it is the road that you go. It's called The Road, it's called The Rainbow Road. And you will know when you get there. It's called a road. It's called a rainbow road. It is the road that you go. It's the road that you go when you die. Amen. <laughs> thank you for reminding me of that that wonderful thank, thank video. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. I think I think Dan forgives us for dunking on Sonic gameplay. I think I think I forgive Dan for liking Sonic gameplay. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. I'm sorry. To each you know. their own, you know. They're just not for me. Some people, some people like Sonic games to play. Some people think Mario Kart sixty four is the best one. Yeah, the, some people like the original Super Smash Bros. the most, and I laugh at them. So you know, we all have our we all have I, our. I, bad I, takes. I almost started to be disparaging about Melee. Take me away before <laughs> I say something I can't take back. Oh, I'll 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 say that like Melee like like Melee's. You know what? Hey, folks, I don't like Melee that. I much. I don't like Melee that much. The just other the, game, just the look. Ugh. I'm not a I'm not a competitive fighting games player. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about Smash. So if if you're if you're one of those people, don't interact because you're your own person. You're playing a different game than I am. We're, we I are like in it. our space where we get to be objectively correct. You have to. Just we're sit objectively back and correct because we're not. I'm not a professional. I'm a casual Smash gamer, and I like the one that has more characters, looks better, and has more levels. And the levels don't suck ass. There you Email. go. Exactly. I'm gonna say. Just I'm gonna talk. say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to get spicy on it. And like, if you don't like the smash orbs, you can just turn them off. It lets you do it. You can just turn it just off. Turn, it's like you, you can pick you can you turn want. off the things you don't like. You don't have to play on the Animal Crossing stage every time. You can just play on Omega mode on you any can other turn, stage. You can turn any game into into Final Destination if you want to. Like every any stage can be Battleground. Just play Ultimate. It's got it in the name. It's the best one. You can play as Greninja. You can play as cloud and he can he can you can play you can play as you can play as minecraft you can play as bayonetta who uses her wicked weave to eat minecraft you can kill minecraft steve with bayonetta you can't do that in melee minecraft steve can bury pikachu within the earth i can't believe i still can't believe minecraft steve i'm so happy about it it's, it's so such fun. a good pick. It's, it's one of those things where it makes me so happy, and also the fact that it makes people really mad. It makes I know, me like it makes it me even, even happier. Like, I like that Steve is in Minecraft. The fact that there are people who are really mad about Steve being in Minecraft just makes me like it even more. Big same, big same. Hey, Max, I forgot that I forgot that it was my turn to pick a game. Oh. I, com- I completely forgot that oh, I had to no. do that. So I'm going to... Here's what I'm... <laughs> This is live on air, folks. This is live on air. I'm going to real quickly, because, okay, 
but I'm going to make a promise. Podcasters, podcasters promise. I will not do. Let, let's think about what I won't do. I won't do okay. a Nintendo game because we've yeah, been, doing, we, we, we've we've been, been really deep in Nintendo. Juice we've been for Nintendo a while. forward. Hey, hey, hey. Max. Here's a game series that I completely forgot. I really hope you played this uh, because if not, we'll pick something else. What's a game that while we're talking about um, while we're talking about games from a bygone era like the N64? Uh huh. I would really like to talk about one of those that I actually still that like a game that people are nostalgic for, but it's actually good. Like a game that I enjoy playing. Ooh, that's Even, a very, very, very tiny sliver of Venn diagram, a but I'm, I'm with you so Very, very small far. one. And uh, we have. Uh, you've what i've edited out is like 10 minutes of me trying to think of because we've been very japan forward lately uh-huh. we want to broaden our horizons so we we're going to do something else and i'm thinking a good n64 game uh-huh. that is not made or composed by a, a, a company or person from japan uh-huh. and i think of one game that is really good that oh, fits shit. that criteria um hey yeah, Jordan. Just thinking, just thinking about two instruments in particular right now. Huh, okay. Yeah. What, hmm, huh, what kind of instruments hmm, do you hmm, enjoy, Max? Hmm, I, you know, hmm. I really like banjos. But what, what else? What do you like? Uh-huh. Let's do banjo kazooie <laughs> next. Yeah, dude. Yeah, That's, that'll be fun. I completely forgot about how good that game's music is. I think you know what it is. I think I didn't think of it because I. It's Nintendo to me. I just like, yeah, that's made. That's a no, Nintendo that's, game. No, that's a rare. It's, it's a rare game made in made yeah. in the old blimey. Let's. It's. It's. I think it's composed by an Australian guy. Actually, I think is he Australian? I thought he was. Is he still English? I could have sworn he's English. Uh, maybe he's English. Uh, maybe I fucked up. Maybe David Wise is Australian. Grant oh, Kurt that might be what English. it is. Grant Co- no, he is British. I don't know why I thought that. Eh, yep, there's someone's there. All right. Hell yeah. Banjo Kazooie. Hell yeah. Banjo Kazooie. Oh, okay. See, I didn't come prepared, but I think I think through our struggles we've come out we with made, an Oh no, no, Jordan, pick. that is like a a a plus pick. Love it. Oh Can't my god. Wait. Okay. All right. That's it for this week. Congratulations, Matt Wario, for winning before we even started the episode. I don't think an epi- uh, song has ever won as decisively as it's, Mount it's Wario. always been you, Mount Wario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, Ludwig. And and uh, Mount Wario is my holy blade. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to talk about Bloodborne one day. Um, one day. Let's let's wrap it up. Hey, let's Max, where can we find you on the line? We can find me on the line, the internet at twitter.com slash maxibajillion. Um, I got a couple other shows. I can you can go to twitter.com slash pot of greed cast to find pot of greed, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh show I do with a bunch of my friends. We're doing GX. It's really damn good. I started and listening to the first GX episode because uh, I kind of fell off of the you skipped ahead, Duel Monster. Fine. I skipped ahead. Um, the the sub only Italian man has really just been tunneling through my brain since I heard about it. And Franos de Medici is the only Yu-Gi-Oh character. A man, a man who is Italian in 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 the Japanese version and and not Italian anywhere else. It a, a, a statistical anomaly, an impossibility of a being. Um. <laughs> GX good uh, and you can also find another show I do called wow cool robot that's at twitter.com slash wow cool podcast it is where me and a couple of my friends are going through Gundam we are three episodes away from finishing Zeta Gundam which is a good show from the 80s who knew what's up what's what's next for for next up wow, cool is the, the sequel series is called double Zeta so you know that's you know it's literally just like what if we made Gundam even bigger what? <laughs> how, how big are you talking uh, I think it gets to be like twenty three meters tall. Pretty oh, big. That's a lot. That's a lot of meters. That's a that's big Katamari right there. The first Gundam um, was only eighteen and a half, so it's like they're getting up yeah, that's, there. That's you know, whenever I have to think about things in in terms of meters, I I have to like go to my Katamari Mind Palace to think about right, like, yeah. what kind of Katamari that is. You ever think um, they're gonna make We Love Katamari remake? They should, but they probably won't. They probably won't. I hope they do. That's the I best really one. Hope they do. It's it is the best Katamari game. What about um, you, Jordan? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. Um, you can listen to my other podcast, uh, which is called Camarocho Radio. It used to be called something else, but we changed the name, and we're coming back soon. But we, we've created, we've released uh, one episode about Yakuza Seven and how we feel about it and how it's good. And uh, give us like a week or two, and we'll bring you an episode where we finally get to find out the thing that Kiryu encounters in chapter four called an encounter. 
Oh my god, I um, can't wait. I'm so excited. It's it's criminal that we haven't we haven't revealed it yet. Um I'm going to stop plugging Jerk in it because it's it's well over. You know where to find it. You know where to find it. And uh well, we're recording our first episode of Kyle XY next Friday. So oh, expect wait. that in a week or two. Um you can Jordan. find all of Yeah. I feel like I we have some big news for this podcast, don't we? Do we? Don't we? Oh yeah! Hey, hey. we're on Noise Space now. Hey, we're hosted by Noise Space. Thank you very much to Matt GameCube for putting us on there. Um, NoiseSpace.xyz. I have to say the Z because he's you have Canadian. to say the Z. Respect, Matt. Respect, he's Canadian. We've got to respect our neighbor to the north, even if their alphabet is stupid. Um, Get him. You can find lots of great podcasts on Noise Space. What kind of podcast do you like on Noise Space, Max? Um, there's a new podcast called Special Grade Snacks about the the hit current anime Jujutsu Kaisen. A pretty fun time, I'd say. I've been enjoying Special Grade Snacks, and I've been enjoying Jujutsu Kaisen. Can I recommend our just a, just my 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 spiritual brethren? The the wonderful podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. Mm. Iconic and incredible podcast about Mo Dao Zushi. Also, hey, what about Nightmare and Era? Roy's other one that you were on an episode that uh, maybe I said took some words on it. Year- it took a few years out- off of my life. That one, you know, I was I was allowed to say some things. It's fine. You said some things that I will never forgive you for. Um, uh, and yeah, there's also LMNOP if you like some LMNOP like solving mysteries. Did. Zero to Zero, about who wants to be a superhero that my brother did with uh, Gigalithic and Val. Just so many good ones. The network continues to grow as uh, all of us and all of our friends continue to just kind of dump podcasts into the podcast meat grinder. And they all come out and they're all good. Um, You can find all of our episodes at um, slappersonlypod.com. I almost said the other one that is not this one that is the other podcast. But it's slappersonlypod.com. You can find us on Noise Space. You can find us on Twitter. You can tell all of your friends about how correct we are and how we always pick the good songs like Mount Wario and mm-hmm. uh, and how our fans always pick the the wrong songs like when uh, they didn't pick Fly Me to the Moon. But I'm not mad. Ah, oh, beans. You hate I'm to not see mad. it. I'm not mad. Um, I'm not but mad. that's okay because we're here to be correct. And next week we'll be doing Banjo-Kazooie, which I'm really excited about. I love that game. Um, and then after even though that... It is, after Banjo, yeah. we'll be able to do our next uh, next Twitter poll. Oh yeah, it came fast because of because uh, of our yeah, Halloween we, we, episode. Because we, we skipped did, uh, a week, we had a quick a quick weekly turnaround. So that'll be good. Good um, work for us. Oh, we are we are just crushing it. This episode is going to be such <laughs> such a weird one to edit, just because of the way that the music works. But I'm really excited. So hopefully this one sounds good. Uh, let me know if you liked listening to it. Um. All right. And uh, that is pretty much it for this week. Um, we will not see you until what this episode goes up on this the twenty eighth. The, the Sunday after Thanksgiving or the Saturday after oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. I hope you all didn't see anyone on Thanksgiving. Please, you better fucking not. You better stay home. I'm sure I, I trust all of my friends to uh, be responsible and uh, do whatever they want to do. For that particular day. Just mash but, some potatoes by yourself. Add a little bit of extra garlic for Wario. Mm, yeah, this is this is a Wario holiday. This uh, this is Wario's week. Um, but thank you all very much for listening. And uh, what do we say, Max? Uh, ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for Wario! Have a rotten Quack. day! Quack. Ha ha ha!